At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Covering the sports betting landscape from coast to coast, this is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hi, everybody, and welcome in. It is Betting Across America on this 4th of July afternoon. I'm Ben Wilson from our South Point Sportsbook Studio here in Las Vegas. Always a pleasure to be joined by Josh Applebaum. You can find him on the Twitter machine at Josh underscore insights. Joins us from Boston, and we begin, Josh. There's a lot for us to get to on the show today. But we begin with some controversy on this 4th of July. Not quite the Black Sox scandal of 1919, but very interesting what happened today on Coney Island. And you as our resident hot dog betting sharp line reverse movement expert here, Josh, I know you were all over it. So I, I have to imagine it was quite the interesting morning for you on the East Coast watching the hot dogs as this 4th of July got underway. It really was, Ben. It was a heck of a sweat. And by the way, happy 4th of July to everybody out there who's celebrating today. It's a great day. Hopefully you got a big backyard barbecue lined up for today. But, Ben, you're totally right. So, on the one hand, I lost my over 74-and-a-half hot dog uh, bet on Joey Chestnut. Now, we were talking about this, how Chestnut has gotten better and better each year. But there's something, and this is why it pays to listen to VEASAN, that I think was important and maybe I overlooked a bit. It was the injury to Joey Chestnut. He had a leg injury. He was wearing a cast. He was talking about how you know he hasn't competed in quite a while. He was still saying he was touching 80 hot dogs in his practice rounds. But really interesting thing was, you know, going into today, Ben, a lot of juice was to the over. It was 74 and a half, like over minus 130, got to over minus 140. But we always talk about that late steam. Right before, I would say the last 20 minutes, half hour, 10 minutes, you saw a lot of movement back toward the 74 and a half 
under. So it flipped from juiced up over 74 and a half to juiced up under 74 and a half. He lands on 63. Obviously, Chestnut wins again, now 15 of the last 16 years. But he was around a minus 3,000 favorite, so there really wasn't much value to laying uh, the big juice price there. It really just wasn't worth the squeeze. But controversy, Ben, you hit the nail on the head because, uh, you know, throughout the the, um, the competition here, kind of early in, in the competition, there was a protester who rushed the stage on Coney Island, and Joey Chestnut puts him in a headlock, clotheslines him, throws him to the ground. And what did this do? I, I don't think Chestnut would have gone, gotten the over anyway. You know, he really wasn't on pace to hit the over 74 and a half. But DraftKings, shout out to DraftKings. They just tweeted something out. I think this is really important when you're betting and weird things happen. Check your book. Maybe there's payouts or you know paybacks. Maybe there are exceptions. Maybe there's refunds. And that's exactly what DraftKings did. So DraftKings, the sportsbook of America, because of that protester, Ben, they refunded everyone's bet on the chestnut over 74 and a half because of that protester. So maybe you're like, oh, I lost the 74 and a half. You look at your account and you're like, well, why didn't they take the money out? It's because DraftKings, the, the sportsbook of the people on America's birthday, refunded all those bets. Uh, so, hey, it's a nice nice little break that we'll take on the 4th of July. Ben. The fact also impeccable use of steam, Josh, because I'm sure there was literal steam emanating from said hot dogs that were then consumed as well as steam in the betting market. It And it was, what, 76 was the record from last year that Joey Chestnut ate. They said it at 74 and a half. And, uh, yeah, like, who's to say? Was did this protester, did he have the under? Like, I mean, that's a way you could pretty clearly manipulate an event. Uh, it, that's fascinating, too, that, like, James Salinas was our resident guy in talking about the NFL and practice reports apparently that is now a thing in the hot dogs josh so as ridiculous as i feel this whole thing was and i think most people uh, clearly though this had an impact on the uh, on the betting market i gotta think limits couldn't have been that couldn't have been that high though possibly josh especially if it's a competition where you can have random people just on the stage and they didn't even pause the clock they were like yeah you're gonna win anyway so just you know get the guy in a chokehold and then keep going like it, it's it's like what are we doing even though this is a, an event that certainly showcases America's finest qualities of, uh, of gluttony and, uh, and, and lack of discipline when it comes to eating. I mean, that, it just seemed very bizarre, Josh, where I'm seeing all these people betting on this thing like crazy, and then you have something like that that totally obliterates the legitimacy of the competition, even though, as you said, he probably wasn't going to get there anyway. Yeah, you're exactly right, Ben. And I think, you know, DraftKings, I keep going back to this because, you know, there's a big rush here with legalized sports betting to bring in business. And, you know, a lot of people, obviously, if you're in a legalized state, we're now up to around 30, 31 states that are now legal. You know, you have an option of where you want to get down. You know, where do I open up an account at? And now that you see something like this from DraftKings, like, will they take a little bit of a hit by refunding all these bets? Of course they will. But over the long haul, this is kind of a good, you know, move of public will that kind of gets people interested and say, hey, what was it? Oh, thank you, DraftKings. Good job refunding my bet. Now, I'll open up an account with you, or maybe I'll refer a friend to you. So I think it was a really smart move just from a PR standpoint from DraftKings. Uh, but of course, Ben, I'll go down and say, hey, he would have hit the over if not for the protester. Just kidding. He probably wouldn't have gotten it. But a nice break <laughs> today on 4th of July for us uh, for us over back. Uh, so that, and that's how, of course, we, we, begin, we begin the show. Only on a 4th of July do we do that. But yes, one of <laughs> Josh, I know you're one of your favorite betting traditions every single year. Ben. One of the additional betting traditions we have on this day, full Major League Baseball slate, even though I'm, I'm not a big fan of the hats, though, Josh, it seems like they, they keep getting worse every, every year. It's like, just, you, you used to have a good thing. You just put the team's logos in the American flag, but that was such a cool hat. I don't, whatever, they don't do, that, don't do that anymore. But there is a lot of action going on right now. We saw the Marlins right before we came on the air. They closed out a game, a win over the Nationals, 3-2. to two. That's where the day started very, very early, at least for those of us on the West Coast. Marlins 3-2 after a Brian De La Cruz two-run homer in the top of the 10th inning. So they cash as a slight dog. So uh, people betting on the dogs, cashing on a dog early, Josh. And we have four games in progress right now. Anything you're sweating to begin? Because I have to assume that uh, one Josh Applebaum would not go into a four 
4th of July without an early day, day baseball sweat, at least in some form or fashion in your betting portfolio. Oh, you know me too well by now, Ben. But yeah, I got a ton of sweats today. Most of them are the later games, like the four o'clocks and later. But I uh, do have a bet right now on the Cleveland Guardians. They're losing two to one right now to the Tigers. But that was a road favorite system match with a line move. The Guardians were like minus 125 all the way up to minus 140. Down two to one. Maybe we'll get some magic during the show, Ben, hopefully. But I think that Miami-Washington game that you hit on, a uh, really teachable moment here. And I want to give a shout out to my guy, Jonathan Davis, who's an NHL expert uh, and really does a great job here. And I hung out with J- uh, Jonathan during March Madness at Circa. And he was pointing out that the total in Miami and Washington, and again, this won't cash every single time, but over the long haul, I think this is a smart way to approach some reverse line move unders. That was a game there where you had a ton of betting on the over. Almost 70% of bets were taking the Miami-Washington over, yet we saw that total fall. It you know, was 9.5 at one point, down to 9, ends up closing 8.5. A lot of these 8.5s were even juiced up. You know, Some shops like minus 125. So just from a standpoint of everyone's betting the over, yet the line was falling. I think as bettors, you know, a lot of time when you're new to betting, you say, oh, you're giving me a better number, and you know, I can score fewer runs and still hit the over. Okay, let me take the over. But I think if you're kind of seasoned in the betting game, you start to realize, hey, if everyone's betting this Miami-Washington over, why did the line fall? So nice reverse line move to the under there, Ben. If you did sweat that under, again, it was a really sharp contrarian play there. And I'll just throw this one at you, Ben. On the topic of 4th of July, I agree with you. The hats are getting too crazy. Just stick with the regular logo there, uh, you know, in the American flag. But here's one thing to keep an eye out for. Home favorites on the 4th of July. I'm not really sure the reason why, but they really, really (laughs) crush it here on this holiday, Ben. If you go back about 18 seasons, it's a huge sample size here. Fourth of July home favorites, they're 110 and 54, 67%. You're up around 20 units with around a 15% ROI. So maybe it's, you know, hey, you're at home, the crowd's behind you. Uh, Maybe the road team just wants to get out of there and go to their barbecue. But keep an eye out for this trend because, again, it's consistent year to year. Home favorites. If you want to lay chalk on these home favorites, typically that's kind of a, a you know a system that you know the books are going to kind of entice you into because it's oftentimes kind of a big public play. But not today. Maybe make an exception for home favorites. They do very well on Fourth of July. I should have known we had it. There was a system match in place, Josh, for uh, for Fourth of July. Clearly, <laughs> it sounds like apparently there actually is in, in Major League Baseball, and it's it's so far been the been the dogs that have looked pretty good here. You mentioned uh, that was Garrett Hill on the mound for Detroit. Six really solid innings. Only uh, gave up a, a Josh Naylor solo home run. Tigers up 2-1. That is the first of a doubleheader, too. So uh, against Zach Plesak, Miggy Cabrera, two-run base hit there in the first inning. Tigers went off as about $1.25 dogs in that spot here. So far, staying well under the total uh, of 8.5. 2-1 there. Probably the biggest game as far as divisional implications, at least to this early slate as well. And it's been a fascinating series. Uh, we've, we saw Tampa go into Toronto, Josh. They had a five-game set lost the first two, then win the next three as those two teams, along with Boston, battling at least for the wild card positioning right now in the AL East, at least trying to maintain some sort of contact with the Yankees who have opened up this double-digit game margin there in the AL East division lead. But at Jalen Beeks and Tampa Bay going into Fenway today, looks like a tight game early here, and, and that is, I guess, your one early on your favorite who is leading. About a dollar twenty favorite, Davis on the mound for Boston. A couple of lefties going at it in a one nothing, one nothing game so far here in what is yet a Again, a massive series there in the AL East. Yeah, big series here, Ben. And again, you saw Tampa Bay, who had lost a few games in a row, really bounce back against Toronto. That was kind of a really rare, I think it was a five-game series. You really don't see that typically. But in this one today, Ben, you know, number one, the total, of course. You know, we're seeing some low-scoring games thus far. I know it's a small sample. But this Red Sox raised total. At one point, it was, you know, 10 and a half, 10. You know, it got down to 9 and a half. So it's kind of similar movement uh, as well as, you know, kind of a – it was a hot, hot day today in Boston. It's about 80 degrees. But wind was kind of blowing left to right, a little bit in as well. And we're seeing a very low-scoring spot here. 
here. So this would match a system divisional unders. Typically when you see uh, the same team in your division so many times, you pick up on little intricacies, little things that you know you can file away. You kind of know the matchups, the opposing stadiums, the tendencies of the managers. So you see divisional unders tend to do better than non-division unders. So it's one nothing right now. You did see some movement toward the Rays in this one, Ben. So it's a one nothing Sox lead. But Sox were like minus 120 to start. They got down to around minus 115. And if you look at the other team here we mentioned, Toronto, they're a huge favorite tonight. They opened like minus 200 at Oakland. They're all the way up to minus 245. That'll be a non-division road favorite system match. The best system this year, 66%. If you're going to lay the 250 with Toronto, I'll bypass that. If I'm sweating Toronto, I'm thinking about a run line bet here, Ben. Minus one and a half, minus 150. Huge discrepancy here with the bats. Toronto, one of the best hitting teams in baseball. Athletics, one of the, the lightest hitting teams in baseball. And correlative betting, favorite low total. When you're a big, huge minus 200, minus 250 favorite with a low total of eight or less or seven and a half, good correlative betting uh, signal there. So I'm, I'm thinking about maybe adding Blue Jays run line to my card later today. All right. I do have a play on that game. Yes. Like you, I'm not going to lay a two and a half dollar price just to take uh, Toronto outright. I have a, a, a different angle I'm looking at, which we'll talk about later in the show when we get to our best bets, because we will still have our favorite plays for the rest of this July 4th card in Major League Baseball to get to. Got some Wimbledon action today. Big day there. It is usually manic Monday. It's kind of gone away from that, though. They usually have the middle Sunday off. Not anymore at Wimbledon, but we'll have some updates on that. Uh, uh, one play I like for that tonight. We'll also talk some NFL, some fireworks season-long props, Josh. Like, who, wh which, which players do we think will really go off all season and put up big numbers? We'll talk about that in a little bit. Also break down, now that we've had some time to just reassess the week that was in NBA free agency, trades, how have the odds shifted, how is the dust settled as of right now, and is there value that we see? We'll discuss that next, but a quick reminder, we have this whole rest of the month of July for the VEASAN Summer Special. It's only 19 bucks, as if you sign up today, you can get Beeson's Daily Best Bets. That includes Adam Burke on the MLB, NFL, premium articles on golf, UFC, USFL, and NASCAR. Again, $19 to be a subscriber through July 31st. You can sign up now at beeson.com slash summer. We'll discuss NBA. How have the odds moved? That's next on Betting Across America. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700 as we're back on betting across america one other update for the baseball slate a two-run error made by nate lau of texas allows baltimore to tie the score 5-5 game there back and forth at camden yards that's the one of the game in progress right now and what was essentially uh, a pick em there 5-5 between the rangers and orioles going to the top of the seventh again we'll have more baseball talk to come at the end of the show we still have a lot of games still left on a full slate in major league baseball but as we welcome you back i'm ben wilson joined by josh applebaum you can catch his market insights podcast just about every weekday uh, how many ep- you're what you crossed the 500 episode mark josh some time ago or are we are we to 600 yet where are we at there yeah, we're trying to catch Cal Ripken here, Ben. Yeah, we're okay. up to 6'11". So, 6'11". Yeah, we're grinding wow. here. And, yeah, Monday to Friday, let's, let's keep doing it. We're grinders with blinders, Ben. Beautiful. I, that, that's, what, that's what I love to hear. And I'm sure, yes, <laughs> another, uh, episodes now that we are out of uh, hot dog eating season, which was a one-day season, we're back on to, <laughs> on to baseball. And now some off-season stuff as well, whether it's NFL, which we'll talk about in our next second segment, or the NBA. Because I know when uh, Femi Abebefe was in on Friday with you, Josh, you had the Malcolm Brogdon trade hit in the morning. You had the Rudy Gobert trade hit in the afternoon right as you guys were about to go off the air so it's so fascinating now as we've had a chance to kind of take a step back here reassess see where we at we've seen the Celtics now go back down to plus 550 they're co-favorites at this point uh, with the Bucks. but as we discussed Josh when the news first broke on Thursday of Kevin Durant's intention to request a trade out of Brooklyn there are 17 different teams now if, if you look at the general odds board here 17 different teams, uh, I should say 11 different teams in the 17 to 1 mark or shorter, which again, 11 out of 30, we're nearly half the league here is priced at 17 to 1 or shorter. So the question is, of all these moves that have been made, who do you feel like presents at this moment with the most value of the teams who have seen their prices drastically shorten, whether that is the Celtics or whether that is a team like the Timberwolves who went from a 66 to 1 uh, to 35 to 1? What's the short list for you right now as you've had a chance to take a step back, look at all these trades and signings from over the weekend? 
Yeah, so Ben, I think you raise a really good point that we have a lot of, you know, parity here, a lot of competition. I think this is exactly what the NBA and Adam Silver wants when you're talking about, you know, 11 different teams with 17 to 1 or shorter odds. We're looking for at a competitive season here. So I think that's great for the NBA just overall as a sport. Now I'm a Celtics fan. So, you know, I look through things sometimes with a green green pair of glasses here, Ben, but I love the move, obviously, bringing in Malcolm Brogdon, bringing in Gallinari. I think that wasn't, uh, you know, spoken about too much, but bringing him off the bench to hit some threes. But I don't, but I'm kind of questioning is the value now gone? on Boston they're plus 550 obviously it's a decent payout here we're thinking back to you know that better who won a ton of money on that three sport parlay where he pretty much laid all the chalk and won I like what the Celtics are doing I'm still worried about Kevin Durant though where is he gonna go I think the Warriors at plus 650 are a team I'm looking at Ben we did see a tweet you know coming uh, from Mark Spears kind of a, uh, a you know kind of a breaking tweet that caused a lot of uh, you know chaos on the internet about how the Golden State Warriors would be interested in bringing back Kevin Durant so you know if they could have a trade that would center upon you know Wiggins and not have to give up pool and maybe you you know send uh, Wiseman out there and picks could that work we know that the Warriors are uh, willing and really able to go way over the salary cap pay a huge luxury tax their owners own their own building that's a big part of uh, hey you know why we can go over we'll still make money through uh, ticket sales and, and not having to pay rent in their building but plus 650 I just don't know if Kevin Durant will want to go back there like this is a guy that do you really want like like let's say he wins another championship you know the, the knock on him is going to be hey you can only do it with the Warriors and they won without you I think it's more of a long shot but it's intriguing to me that the Warriors are quote unquote in on the Kevin Durant sweepstakes I didn't think there was any chance there maybe that does happen I think at plus 650 the Warriors to me a team that even if you and they did sign Dante uh, DiVincenzo it was only like two years nine million Ben I thought that was a decent move to pick up a shooter there to kind of compliment all your other shooters so plus 650 do they get Durant you know if that happens they're probably way down to like plus 400 or something like that and then of course uh, Danny Ainge you know taking over for Utah and really having this fire sale here getting four first round picks as well as a bunch of other players uh, to send Rudy Gobert to Minnesota saw their odds move a ton there I don't really think Minnesota is, is a championship caliber team but I think this is a big improvement for Carl Anthony Towns now we can play power forward Gobert can you know lock down the center spot I really like that move but I'm still thinking the Warriors here Ben they're the team to beat for in my opinion and you see all the things that uh, Minnesota gave up to get Rudy Gobert and you saw how their odds essentially were cut in half for what it is worth right now and there are a couple books that are offering these Bet Rivers being one of them Kevin Durant uh, for his next team you can bet on this in some of the different jurisdictions sons of the favorites at a buck 25 raptors are plus 250 a little bit of buzz there nets for him to actually stay in brooklyn is is three to one and the warriors after we had yeah the brief thought of okay maybe there could be an avenue there and then we all realized yeah that's pretty unrealistic uh, they are now 16 to one much much further down the list but this all does bring up the the secondary point too josh and i mentioned how there's one book that is DraftKings, where there are the 11 different teams at 17 to one. BetMGM right now, eight teams at 17 to one or shorter. But in a, in a general principle, when you are shortening one team's odds, you should, as a bookmaker, be lengthening another team's odds as a correlation there. And it really depends. Like if you're, especially jurisdictions where you can shop around and have a number of different outs, there are some books right now that are, I wouldn't say trying to screw you as the better, but they are saying they're making it pretty clear that we do not want your business if we're going to make all these teams way shorter than they ought to be. So it raises the question of which teams that have been adjusted back now in the market might actually have some value. And like I look at a team like Dallas, who has seen their odds really, I mean, for really no other reason other than everybody else has been tied in, in some sort of form or fashion to Durant or made other moves. We've seen Dallas here. I mean, look at how they've gone from 
14 to 1 now to 22 to 1 at BetMGM. And that's with a pretty productive offseason period where they traded for Christian Wood, who has been a, a really elite player who can give them things, especially as a, 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 a guy who can shoot threes and can stretch the floor. A team who desperately needs that, a team whose Achilles heel in the playoffs was a guy like Dwight Powell not being able to give opposing defenses any threat from three. So I, I'm looking at a team like that, Josh, who in the markets where they are correlate, you know, correctly correlating some of these teams' odds, moving them down. Mavs are a team I'm looking at right now where we have all this bluster and all this talk about Durant and where he'll go. I don't know if you agree with that, but it, those are the types of spots I'm looking at right now as we're in the offseason teams that, like, what have they really done to get worse by eight, you know, eight slots in the odds board? I don't think there's anything. And could Dallas have some value now? I, I think I'd certainly at least push for, uh, push for that to be the case as of today. Well, I think it's a really interesting point you, you make, Ben, and I kind of like this kind of like buying low on a line move that goes against you because, you know, to your point with these odds makers, you know, these numbers are so short because I think they're just kind of trying to protect themselves. They're saying, hey, we don't know where Kevin Durant is going to go, but if he goes to, you know, one of, you know, 10, 15 teams, we don't want to have one of those 10 or 15 teams be 40 to one. And then, you know, a lot of speculative long shots, like remember when Tom Brady, before he signed with the Bucks there, Ben, there are some betters who jumped on Tampa Bay at like 50 to one or like 100 to one. I think the odds makers, maybe that kind of, they learn their lesson a bit and they just don't want to put out a number that's too high and then you see Durant go to this team and then again you get hit by a lot of liability so that's part of it in terms of the Mavs I'm with you you know Luca one of the best players in the NBA he obviously needs a bit of a better a better supporting cast here you obviously lose Jalen Brunson so you're gonna have to you know kind of offset that and kind of fill in that gap there but bring in Christian Wood another year of Doncic 22 to 1 it definitely makes sense to me Ben the other team that I would highlight would be the Denver Nuggets this is a team that I was pretty high on, you know, going into this year because, again, you got you have Jokic. He's now got the biggest deal in terms of his uh, his new contract with the Nuggets here. But also, you're really banking on these injured guys coming back. You know, you lose Will Barton, obviously, in that trade, and I think that's part of it. Apparently, they like Kentavious Caldwell-Pope more. Maybe it was a bit of a salary dump there. Kind of, you know, instead of uh, really trying to win the trade, maybe you're kind of you know, sending some money out and trying to offset that with uh, Kentavious Caldwell-Pope. But I think with the Nuggets, you're loving Jokic and you're really banking on your injured stars coming back. You know, Jamal Murray and uh, mm -hmm. Porter Jr., if they can come back, we've seen them move. I mean, they were 14-1, to 1, now they're 20-1. to 1. And your thought process, which I think is brilliant of, you know, buying low on these dips, you know, the Mavericks make sense. And to me, the Nuggets make a lot of sense. If those guys can be healthy and you still have Jokic, you know, that number 20 to one is appetizing. I'm right there with you. And look, depending on which, you know, which preference you have for these teams, roster constructions, you could make a case for Memphis too, a team that has a lot of pieces back as well at 25 to one. It's kind of the same principle that applies here. And at least, you know, I look at Dallas and I, I see, uh, you know, how they had so much more success when Maxi Kleba, even putting da uh, Davis Bertans kind of in the middle of their floor last postseason over Dwight Powell, who did not make a three the entire postseason. You bring in a guy who shot nearly 40% from three last season in Christian Wood and who had as many attempts per game, just about as many, barely under what we saw out of Kleba, who was a little over six. Uh, you saw Wood was just under six last season as far as three-point attempts per game. But part of that was because of the Lakers. And this is kind of the way to wrap this up, Josh. I mean, what's going on here? Who is betting the Lakers right now to see their odds crash all the way down to as low as 10 to 1 now at MGM? 
This is fascinating. I'm glad you brought this up, Ben. This is the one move that really makes zero sense to me. I mean, maybe they're speculating that Kyrie will get dealt, you know, for Westbrook and maybe picks or something like that. But this is a really, really old team. Even if LeBron and Anthony Davis get back to their form when they were in the bubble and they won the championship, maybe you're bringing Kyrie, you know, 20 to one down to 10 to one. I just don't see it. I think this team is way too old. They don't play defense. But hey, you know, the Lakers are the Yankees. You see that big name team. A lot of public betters just want to just every year bet on the, their future. Absolute insanity. I like that. I mean, there, some people are insane. They eat tons and tons of hot dogs. Other people are insane in that they will just blindly bet the Lakers every single year expecting good things to happen. But Lakers being 10 to 1 and the Nuggets, Mavs, and Grizzlies all being double the odds is an absolute joke with where the lines are currently set. All right, that's our NBA talk for today. We'll talk NFL season-long props next on Betting Across America. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back to Betting Across America. This segment is brought to you by Zinn Nicotine Pouches. Have you been looking for the right opportunity to switch up your nicotine? Well, now there's a 10-day challenge to give you a fresh start, helping you to walk away from ashtrays, spit cups, and vapes. It's called the Zin 10 Challenge. Zin Nicotine Pouches are a satisfying, smoke-free, spit-free nicotine alternative, and they're available in 10 varieties and 2 strengths. The Zin 10 Challenge is a risk-free way to try Zin Nicotine Pouches. If you don't enjoy your experience with Zin after 10 days, you'll get your money back. So head on over to Zin.com slash 10 to take the Zin 10 Challenge. That is Z-Y-N.com slash 10. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. As we welcome, welcome you back to the show, we are presented by BetMGM here on Betting Across America. Happy 4th of July to everybody. Thanks to our entire crew, Wyatt Tomjek, our producer behind the glass, Liz Foster, Sean McCollum, Jeremy Wengo, our technical director, Matt Hicks, all uh, downstairs. We've got Josh Applebaum on the East Coast in Boston, where it has been already a, a very eventful day, betting-wise, starting at Cody Island uh, with the hot dog contest. We'll update some of the baseball here in a little bit, get to our favorite MLB plays, maybe throw in a daily uh, MLB parlay option from BetMGM here as well. But we do have some season-long props we want to discuss. And in keeping with this theme today, Josh, of 4th of July, uh, we're, we're talking about fireworks, right? Guys we think who could absolutely go off this season. And that starts at the quarterback position in the NFL, where we now have, at least at some books, DraftKings has posted these numbers, the opportunity to bet on guys' overall season-long totals here, over or under, and that can, that can apply to touchdowns, interceptions, yardage, passing, rushing, receiving, all of that. So let's start here with some passing touchdowns, Josh, as we look to find value on guys who will you know, have some fireworks in 2022. Uh, Tom Brady is, is one of the, uh, if we look at the NFC odds first year for touchdown leaders this season. Tom Brady, shocker there, Josh. He is your leader. 35 and a half touchdown passes to the over-under. You see Matthew Stafford right behind him, Rodgers. Uh, Aaron is his is his uh, name in Green Bay. Thirty three and a half as well as third. Anything that jumps out to you? Again, we're looking for fireworks. We're looking to looking to see who who's going to go off this year in, in the touchdown department at the quarterback spot. Josh, who do you like on this list? So I think the first thing that jumps out to me, Ben, just in a macro level, is that every single over-under is minus 110 juice both sides. Like, we're going to get to the AFC in a second, where you have a lot of juiced-up over-unders. Really, the odds makers to me, I think this is a money-making opportunity. They're not really showing their hand uh, in terms of, hey, you know, the over's minus 120, the under is, you know, even money or plus 105. So I think that, for, and, and the one hand is kind of like, hey, there's an opportunity here at even juice to, you know, cash a nice futures bet. On the other hand, uh, you don't have kind of that, that, you know, pull back the curtain and, and look at where the liability is advantage as a better so it's kind of a pro and a con now to me the one that has the most value is Matthew Stafford over 34 and a half touchdowns Ben I'm really high on the Rams overall now it's interesting I think their win total is 10 and a half it might be juiced up a little bit under but I really like the progression of a good player a veteran player 
who's going into his second year in a new system. And by the way, won the Super Bowl and had a great year his first year. So if you look at Stafford last year, he had 41 touchdowns, only 17 interceptions. He threw for almost 5,000 yards. Now you're going to be in the system here with McVay for his second year. So you have to imagine he's going to be only uh, that much more comfortable in the system and having that year of experience under his belt. And then I really like what they've done personnel-wise here, Ben. You know, bringing in Allen Robinson to pair with, you know, Cooper Cup and Van Jefferson, who's a young player who you can look at in the red zone as well. To me, despite not having any kind of juice liability to either side on any of these guys in the NFC, Stafford is my guy to look at. 41 last year. Can he get Mm -hmm. you 35 this year in year two with McVay? I think it's definitely doable, especially bringing in another top wide receiver like Allen Robinson. That's why I kind of like these props, Josh. You can't can't hide behind the the juice. You got to pick a lane. You got to pick a side on these and go for it. You know, the one person on the NFC side that does stand out to me, and the, the big risk here would be injury, and we don't know like will Jameis Winston be ready to go for the start of the season in New Orleans? That'll be the question mark. Andy Dalton is there in case he isn't able to, but this is a guy who is currently set at 26 and a half, his prop, a guy who was on in his first system, his first year really is a actual starter in Sean Payton's system in New Orleans. He was on pace for assuming he had, he started the full 17 games. He was on a 34 touchdown pace a season ago. In 2019, his last year as the full starting quarterback in Tampa Bay, had 33 touchdowns, and yet he's at 26 and a half. And of course, again, like I said, this is all about injury and how much you trust his ability to come back and be effective after the knee injury in, in the eighth week or the seventh week of last season. But I'm a believer in, in the weapons that they've got around him, as, as well as when you have an architect like a Sean Payton with that offense in New Orleans, and you pair a guy like Jameis Winston, even if he, again, coming back off a pretty serious injury, but with a Michael Thomas, a Jarvis Landry, Chris Olave, too, who, who you figure will do wonders for that offense when you combine as well the receiving factor that is Alvin Kamara. That's a guy that, again, injury aside, is one I would love to go over. I just want to see a little more clarity, kind of wait. How, you know, how will things progress as we see the start of training camp and start to get the reports on how Jameis is progressing there on the injury front? So that's the name that I was kind of considering too here, Ben. Obviously, Winston coming off an injury, that's kind of the scary part. And obviously, you know, we can talk to our buddy Pritch. It's a 100%, you know, injury type sport. Everybody's going to get banged up. Uh, But we do have a league that really caters to offense and caters to protecting quarterbacks. So to me, I'm a little apprehensive of betting that Winston over Ben just because of, you know, Peyton is now gone. And I know you do play in a dome and you have a lot of good weapons there. But I would just hate to have him, again, get off to a great start and have another injury. So I'm with you. If you're going to bet it, Ben, I'm rooting for you. I would also throw this one at you um Kirk Cousins Cousins is a name that kind of caught uh, caught my eye a little bit it's 31 and a half his over under touchdown total again all these juices are minus 110 but with Cousins you know you look at what he's done uh since he's been in, in Minnesota it's been pretty impressive the last couple years uh he's only gotten better each year with Minnesota he started his first year 30 touchdowns uh he dipped a little bit 26 but the last two years 35 33 touchdowns now you're bringing in Kevin O'Connell who is a former quarterback and thought of as a you know kind of a McDaniels McVay offensive minded type of guy also you know are you going to get in a lot of these you know high scoring games in a dome where you have to put up some points and score a lot of points to me Cousins can he get you 32 or more touchdowns I think that's my my second favorite after that Stafford over. second favorite for one uh, Josh Applebaum and we had that discussion as well I believe last week right talking uh, most passing yards and that was kind of my dark horse as well looking at Cousins uh, coming out of Minnesota this year let's look at AFC because we have some very interesting names on that list as well who is we can look at all these guys uh, again looking for we're first some fire 
fireworks in 2022 on the passing touchdowns front. Not a surprise to see Justin Herbert as the favorite, given all the hype around this Charger team this offseason. 36.5 with Josh Allen second right now, 35.5. Mahomes, Burrow, 34.5 as, as you see some of the rest of these guys. Josh, I mean, Justin Herbert, we, we've sung his praises all offseason. The expectations are very, very high. Are you, are, what are you thinking on Herbert as you look at him now? Uh, projected, at least based on these odds, to throw the most uh, touchdowns in the AFC in 36 and a half. Pretty lofty assignments for young Herbert this year in L.A. So definitely high on Herbert. I think overall the Chargers, again, as long as Staley doesn't screw up and be too bold here and kind of ruin your chances with your win total, to me, Herbert's a guy that has all the tools. Again, I think Miami is probably regretting the fact that they didn't take Herbert and took two instead. I know these you know players are really young, so maybe that'll even out here, but sky's the limit for this guy. He's six foot six. He's gotten better every single year. You play in the dome. You got a bunch of great weapons here. You re-sign Mike Williams. You still have Keenan Allen. So I could, I could look toward that over. Uh, we were talking about the juice though, Ben. A couple just catch my eye. Joe Burrow over 34 and a half. That's juiced up over minus 120. We've seen the Bengals re really solidify their offensive line, protect Burrow more after getting sacked nine times against the Titans, even though they won the game. I think that's important. You know, you're getting year, another year here with Chase and all that, uh, that great trio of wide receivers. Uh, Derek Carr, you know, linking up with McDaniels, bringing in his college uh, player roommate and buddy there, Devontae Adams. The Carr over 29 and a half is juiced up. The Matt Ryan over 25 and a half is juiced up. But, Ben, it's Independence Day. It's red, white, and blue day. So let's talk about my patriot, Mac Jones. And I, I made this comment uh, earlier today, and I, I think a couple people's eyes glossed over. But uh, I've been doing my research on Mac Jones, and I've been doing it, Ben. You're going to laugh at me by following his girlfriend on Instagram, <laughs> Sophie Scott, because she has been posting oh, a, a lot of Mac Jones story, uh, you know, photos and, and her stories and her posts. I know everyone's laughing, like, what are you doing? You're, you're insane by talking about this. But my angle here is she's posting, uh, like, photos of Mac Jones, and he looks really ripped right now you know going into his first year he was a little bit doughy we all think of that photo in college at Alabama where you know he's a bit you know Pillsbury doughboy you know you know uh, you know smoking the cigar Ben but Mac Jones yeah I think he took a lot of those you know doughboy comments to heart because he's changed his diet he was talking about his guilty pleasure being ice cream I don't think he's eaten any ice cream this uh this summer here Ben he's lifted a ton of weights he looks shredded and his over 23 and a half is juiced up minus 120 he had 22 touchdown passes last year I expect a big leap out of Mac Jones and the fact that you know again he, he can really think of think uh you know through the the mind of a quarterback he's really smart we had questions about his physical nature and you know kind of this arm strength here I think you're gonna have a big year for Mac uh, Mac Jones the over 23 and a half is juiced up minus 120 give me 24 more touchdowns Ben give me Mac Jones over 23 and a half just when I thought I'd seen it all Josh or heard it all on, on this network <laughs> Josh Applebaum. Hey, you, you gotta scour the market Ben you gotta get any oh, little edge we can find you follow their girlfriends maybe you'll learn something okay. worthwhile one Instagram is not real we all know that <laughs> two you you've become the first person ever in I believe in sports television history to to fully admit and have no shame in doing so of following a star athlete's uh, girlfriend on Instagram so props to you Josh for just being authentic and and doing your uh, your I guess do I guess due diligence, we'll call it. I don't know. I'll, I'll give you the, the benefit of the doubt. But that shocker that Josh is looking at a, at a Patriot there, but going over uh, the 23 and a half. Like, I don't even know how to respond to that. I just, I mean, that's, that's great handicapping. I you mean, just truly, go to break probably right yeah, there. Yeah, I, I think that's probably, <laughs> probably a good idea. We could certainly do that and transition to something else. Uh, Major League Baseball. Yeah, that's a good transition. We'll talk about that next. We have a little parlay of the day option that Ben MGM has provided from us. And I know Josh has some plays as well for the rest of the card, as do I. We'll talk some Wimbledon as well next as we wrap up the show. That is all coming up in our final segment right here on Betting Across America.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. BetMGM is pitching baseball fans a chance to swing for the fences. Register using code VSIN200 and win $200 in free bets when you place a $10 money line wager on any Major League Baseball game in either team. It's a home run, regardless of your bet's outcome. Enjoy baseball like never before with BetMGM all season long. Sign up today with the King of Sportsbooks. Eligibility restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire in seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, or New York. And as we welcome you back on Betting Across America, we have been provided a little Monday parlay option from our friends at BetMGM. So as we welcome back Josh Applebaum to the show, I'm Ben Wilson. Let's see, Josh, what, what, what we think of these. I'm not a big parlay guy. I know you aren't either, but hey, it's July 4th. People are having fun. They might want to throw a few bucks of hot dog money onto a potential parlay here. So Dodgers, Blue Jays, White Sox, plus 240. That is option one. Giants, Brewers, Padres, option B at three to one. Young Josh, what are you thinking on this one? 
So you hit the nail on the head. I'm not the guy to throw this at. I'm not a big parlay guy, but we'll make an exception on July 4th if you want to throw five bucks on it. So I would lean a little bit uh, with the second one there. The Brewers, Giants, and Padres plus 300. I know the payout is a little bit bigger. So again, the top one, Dodgers, Blue Jays, White Sox plus 240 uh, theoretically is more likely to happen. But two of these teams I'm on already. The San Francisco Giants have bet on the money line. Uh, They're on the road at Arizona. They've moved from like minus 170 to minus 180. There's a pretty good uh, advantage there with San Francisco on the bump with Carlos Rodon. Uh, The Padres are another play that I'm on. That's a uh, um, that's a interleague favorite with a line move and a favorite with a low total. We've seen the pods move around like minus 160 to minus 170. But my bugaboo all season, Ben, has been the Brewers. I feel like when I bet on them, they never uh, win for me. And they did dip a little bit. They opened as high as like minus 150. They're down to like minus 135. So I have to admit there's a little bit money on the Cubs there. But I have an overlap at least with the Giants and the Padres. So I'll take that second one at plus 300. Okay. And yeah, and that's kind of why we brought this up because I know it overlaps a little bit with, uh, with some of the plays you've got. It's fascinating too with Madison Bumgarner. He goes for the Diamondbacks today. That's the Giants-D-backs game, and we've seen that line now. I'm seeing it South Point, Carlos Rodon and the Giants on the road. Minus $1.80 favorites. They're as high as minus 190 right now at BetMGM. But it's just been fascinating to watch Bumgarner continue to have the results he's had as a as an eight. He's only 32. You would think he's like 45 at this point with how long he's been around. But he's a guy now, Josh. You look at his numbers, 363 ERA, but his expected ERA, his fielding independent pitching, and his ex-fip, expected fielding independent pitching, are all over a run higher than his current ERA. And you combine that with the fact he has the uh, the second worst hard hit percentage allowed. Only Tristan McKenzie has given up hard hits at a higher rate among qualified major league pitchers this year. It is hard to really like Bumgarner and the Diamondbacks going forward, especially in spots against teams with solid lineups. And certainly the Giants have been up and down as a one to nine lineup this year. But as a result, it's, it's totally understandable to see where that that movement has gone. And I'm kind of in the position, Josh, kind of where you're thinking as well. If I'm, I'm going to be looking to fade Bumgarner. I'm not sure. I mean, the price is a little bit steep here in this a specific game, but I, I'd imagine that's kind of the line of thinking you're going on as well there. It really is, Ben. And I got to give you and obviously Adam Burke a lot of credit, you know, throwing these advanced metrics at us because I really like kind of the angle you're taking. Like we have numbers based on ERA, the old school way to evaluate a pitcher. But I think it's important with these advanced metrics. It's like, hey, is your ERA truly, you know, uh, signifying how good or bad you are as a pitcher? Like, you know, with the numbers you threw at us, Ben, it sounds to me like he's really getting knocked around, but they're hitting it right at people. You know, eventually those are going to, you know, find a hole and and, and find a way to, you know, get in there and make be a hit instead of maybe a line drive out. So that's kind of my thinking as well. And looking at San Fran today, a lot of good system matches. If you look at favorites off a loss who made the playoffs the previous year, those teams are 66%, around an 8% ROI. I think it's also kind of just a very generic buy low spot on the San Francisco Giants. Pretty good team, but they've lost four straight. So I know Gabe Kapler trying to get them back in the win column here. Also, you look at these uh, favorites who made the playoffs. The opponent did not. Another system match, that's 65% overall. And really, my play is, you know, it's not that totally a, an anti-Bumgarner bet. It's really a pro-Carlos Rodon bet. He's 7-4, 2.62 ERA. And in the month of June, he's got a 1.25 ERA, Ben. So he's pitched very, very well. I thought that was a really sneaky, good pickup. Uh, in the offseason, bringing Rodon from the American League in Chicago to San Francisco, but also match a favorite low total. You've seen the line move in favor of San Francisco, minus 170 up to minus 180. You've also seen this number drop in the total, eight and a half down to eight, and it's still juiced up under. So good correlative betting there. Then if you look at these uh, lefty righty splits, you know, Arizona, uh, San Francisco is 15 and seven against left handed pitchers, done very well here. That they have the better bats. They're hitting around 240, only around 218 here for Arizona. So you add it all up. We have a road uh, favorite who's done very 
very well in that system match this year with a line move with Rodon on the bump. And I love what you threw at me with that, hopefully, regression in a negative way mm-hmm. toward uh, Bumgarner. So I'm laying it here with the G-men. I'm, I'm on minus 180 with San Fran. And add Rodon to the list of pitchers who have found new life coming over to San Francisco. Been an outstanding year uh, for Rodon. And his advanced numbers do back up as well what he is throwing out there on the mound. You know, you have a couple other plays as well, Josh. One that's a fascinating game. You talk about guys, new faces, new places. Sean Manaya gets to Delta San Diego right before the start of the year from Oakland to the Padres. And he goes today in a matchup at home against Chris Flexen and the Mariners. Flexen was one of those classic guys who just, he, he overperformed, outpitched the potential regression basically all of last year. But with the Mariners, a team that has been very up and down, failing to meet the expectations of a near playoff team from last year, they find themselves as pretty healthy underdogs in this one later on today. This is a 340 Pacific time first pitch. So the, uh, the pseudo day game there at Petco Park. And Manaya and the Pods about a $1.75 favorite. Pretty much market wide here. Yeah, I'm going to take the Padres in this one, Ben. A lot of system matches here on the Padres. Number one, interleague favorite, interleague line move. The lack of familiarity when you don't really play this uh, the opposing team very often really benefits, quote-unquote, the better team. So the Padres open around minus 160. They're up to around minus 175. We've also had correlative betting toward the under. So as the line is moving toward the favorite with the pods, it's also dropping toward the under. You know, at some of these shops, it was like eight. It's really juiced up under minus 120. And really looking at uh, what you hit the nail on the head with Flexen, who had a really good year last year. His ERA is almost like four and a half. Manaya was a pretty good pickup, 3.92 this year, as well as uh, around an ERA of almost three and a half in June. So he's pitching very well. And I also look at these lefty-ready splits in terms of not just the team does very well against the lefty or righty, but some teams do very poorly against a particular uh, you know, southpaw. So if you look at Seattle, they're only 5-13 and 13 against left-handed pitchers. They really struggled against southpaws. They're facing Manaya today. We have a favorite low total with an interleague fave line move. I like Seattle in this spot, especially uh, coming off a win yesterday against the Dodgers. They kind of needed that. They were losing that series. And you have Manny Machado back in the lineup. So that lineup looks so much better once you put Machado in you know, one of those top three spots. So I'll lay with the Padres here, see if we can get a winner with San Diego. Yeah, no question. Uh, Flexen, 541 expected ERA this year. He's walking more than a batter per nine innings compared to last year. Fastball velocity is down over a mile an hour. So it's, it's been a tough go of it after, as you mentioned, very solid 14 and six a season ago uh, for Chris Flexen. Uh, the play I have today, I'm gonna, uh, we talked about this earlier at the top of the show, Blue Jays A's. I'm going to look at the team total angle. This is the lowest team total out there, Josh, but I'm going under under two and a half runs for the A's, which I realize sounds like an insanely low amount at a minus 105. Alec Manoa going for Toronto today. He is giving up the least hard contact of any qualified pitcher. It's about 20%. The next closest guy is about 24%. So Manoa has been lethal, especially taking advantage of these bad teams. And the A's, especially coming back home now, where uh, they have been in the most, one of the most pitcher-friendly parks in all of baseball, A's are 28th in hard hit percentage as a lineup against righties. They are 29th in WRC plus, just 73 against righties. And really, Josh, the A's, they've been, they've been the gift that's been giving basically this entire major league season, whether you bet the, like, bet the team total under, bet run lines against them. I didn't want to lay the big price today. I mean, it's, it's as we talked about earlier, basically two and a half dollars right now. And I'm seeing even the, even the run line is at the minus 150, 155 spot. So that's my angle for today. It's one of those, let, let's not try to over, uh, you know, uh, let's, let's try to keep ourselves nice and simple. Let's not overcomplicate things. This is a really weak lineup. They scored one run each of their last two games in that series loss to Seattle. Manoa is ab- an absolutely elite pitcher, and it's a great opportunity for Toronto to snap a three-game losing streak there on the road today. 
I like it just from the standpoint, Ben, of the fact that, hey, it's so low, it's got to go over, right? But it's so low and you're going under. So I think that's kind of a good way to approach these numbers that at first glance just like feel like, hey, you got to go one way. But yet, hey, maybe it's really low for a reason. And as you mentioned, Oakland, one of the worst hitting teams in baseball, they're only hitting 212. You also mentioned, you know, last three games, they put up what? One, 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 one run, one run, three runs, Ben. Try to say that 10 times fast. And also Oakland Coliseum, one of the biggest uh, ballparks here for foul, uh, foul ground territory. So maybe get a couple of these that would, in other parks would be a foul ball. Instead, it's an out here. So I'm with you. It's low for a reason. I'll just throw this one at you, Ben. You know you can't do a show with me without a WNBA play during the summer. Of course. So I will be sweating tonight, Ben, the over in the Mercury Sparks game. It's the only game on the board tonight. It'll, we open with a total of 165 and a half. We've seen it get all the way to 168 and a half. So obviously we're seeing a lot of movement to the over. You're not getting the best of the number anymore. But this has been a system that I've been playing pretty much all year, and it's done pretty well. When you have steam of at least one point to the over, these overs are 30 and 22, 58%. These are two of the best over teams on the season. They're two of the worst defenses. They're two of the fastest pace teams. And if you look at their field goal percentage, they're both around 45% or more, giving up 85 plus a game. So give me the over, Ben. I want a lot of points tonight <laughs> between the Sparks and the Mercury. There are just some traditions that, that never die. There's Fourth of July. There's Josh playing WNBA totals. I mean, some things are, they just go they go hand in hand. Uh, Josh Applebaum, great stuff as always. Catch his full Market Insights podcast. Follow him at Josh underscore Insights. I had that uh, tennis play up as well. I'll expand a little bit more on that on a primetime action tonight, seven to ten p.m. Eastern. So we'll talk a little more Wimbledon then. But for Josh Applebaum, I'm Ben Wilson. It is Jonathan Von Tobel and the Edge coming up next right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.